Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Okay, overnight crowders, now it is time to look at AFL Supercoach. Uh, we obviously have a fair bit of talk about this across our weeks as we have our overnight crowd regulars league as and our head-to-head as well. So a bit of banter goes back and forth depending on who lost. I've lost twice in a row now, so I need to work on my team, no doubt. And lucky for me and lucky for all of us, we have Damo from Jock Reynolds, our super coach coach, joining us right now. Damo, welcome back. It's good to be here. It's good to be back. Uh, look, plenty to talk about this week. It was a, a big, long weekend of footy. Some games were blowouts. Others were fascinating. I think we finished on a, a really enjoyable one on Monday. Um, I saw across your Twitter feed you were enjoying that game. Yep, I thought it was uh, I thought it was an awesome game. Mm. Uh, Hawthorne came from nowhere and created a contest and then came away with a win. It was awesome. Uh, one of the random highlights that came across, which uh, speaks to those in the, the social media realms these days, was the Tom Hawkins shooting star meme that got created. How good was that? That was awesome. Ethan Meldrum does a great does great with all those sorts of things. He he's he's onto it quick, smart with that sort of stuff. <laughs> it was very impressive. It was super quick as well, and it, um, we had someone ringing up and speaking to us about it last night on the overnight crowd, everyone having a good chuckle in regards to the, the staging incident. So uh, let's turn out, let, let's get on to the super coach chat now. Look, um, I guess a couple of the big stories, let's start with the, the new dual position players. Yeah, there's not really, there's not really a lot of super coach relevancy in that. Um, I guess the, the main super coach relevant ones are Nick Dacos is now, is now defence eligible, and he's someone who we may end up keeping now. So that's added a bit of that's added a bit of value to his name. Um, Tom Liberatore is is also a forward eligible player now, and if he returns to that Bulldogs midfield, then he could be someone that we look at. And then um, Tristan Sherry uh, got ruck status, so he's someone that if you've got someone like a like a Jack Hayes or something sitting at R two, then Tristan Sherry looks like he's going to be the number one ruck for North Melbourne and he's someone who can fill that position and you can move Hayes on when Hayes gets dumped for um, Ryder again. Yeah, so I guess if we can... Uh, I've got um, Cherry and Hayes and my main rucks are Gorn and Grundy. So if I've got the four of them now and I've got English, so all of a sudden I've got all these potential rucks as well, what would you suggest I do with that? Question Just leave numbers. it. It's perfect. Yeah, okay, cool. So it gives me options. Yep, for sure. Yeah, okay, cool. Good to know, good to know. Um, any any other dual position stuff that's come up? Some rookies have, have got the dual position. So Connor McDonald, Hawthorne, he, he was someone that was probably getting to the end of his cash generation, but he's gained forward eligibility, and that probably gains in a few more weeks in people's teams just because it is flexible and he does have the job security. So he's someone that people may look to hold for another couple of weeks and... and squeeze every penny out of him but um there there was there was a lot of names on on the on the DPP list that didn't really stand out to me just uh this first time around okay so if we're looking at that idea of who you're holding on to and who you're getting rid of what have you got uh, any tips and tricks for us leading into this round um people will be looking to get rid of someone like a Jason Horn Francis who scored a 39 on the weekend he's his break-evens at 51 now, and 
39 is his first score south of 60. So he he should get back to a position where he's making money, but I do understand the reasons for people getting rid of him. And if people do choose to get rid of him, I would only move him on if you're upgrading. I wouldn't downgrade to another rookie. Okay, so move him on only if it's an upgrade. Yeah. That makes sense. Excellent. Uh, I mean, I guess similar. You've got Rochelle, he only got the 49 as another rookie. How long are people sort of keeping on onto him or is it time to move him on as well? The thing about small forwards is they only need a cup. They only need one or two scores above 100 to really kick, to really get into a good groove of making money. And Josh Rochelle should continue to make money up until the buy rounds, even with his up and down scoring. Okay, so he's he's a hold if you have got him as well. Uh, you mentioned Nick Dacos, um, a chance to hold on to him for a little bit longer now that he has got the dual position status. But wh- where do you see with him? Is it one of those things you can hold, or you could maybe move him on? There's no reason to move him on just yet. He's doing he's doing great for a first year player, and he's even someone that you may look to to offload last because. Uh, okay. He's producing scores that are quite comfortable on field at the moment. Okay, so stick with it. Any other um, tips and tricks or you know, definite – oh, actually, if we look at some of the injuries that have occurred across this last weekend, so we can start with Sloan. Obviously, that's a season ending, so people are going to have to move him on if you did happen to have Sloan in your list. Yeah, definitely move him on if you have him. And uh, you might look at one of his teammates like Rory Laird or Ben Keyes if you've got the money to go up there probably um, due for a larger role there and another reason to hold on to Josh Rochelle who might even see some set of bounce attendances. That's a good point. And there's a couple of injuries through some of the, the rucks and some of the other sides as well. Any other standouts that you think, yep, get time to move them on because there's too many weeks you won't have them available for? People will be keeping an eye on Patrick Cripps this week, but he hasn't ruled himself in or out of the game against the Dockers on Saturday night. So, He's a hold, even if he does miss another week, um, because he should be back the week after. No one else is really um, standing out. Braden Proust comes back from suspension. I don't know if he comes straight back into this giant side, though, because Matthew Flynn did quite well against Melbourne despite the scoreline, and um, Kieran Briggs had a great game in the VFL, so it's all watch and wait, really, for those guys. And Toby Green, of course, comes back from serving his long suspension as well. Yep, he's someone that... that we're lucky where he's going to sit at 495k for the first two weeks and we don't need to make a decision on whether to bring him in until we know what sort of position um, Leon Cameron wants him to play. Okay, so you can watch him as opposed to jumping on board trying to get where he's at. So a question that came in from former Overnight Crowd host, um, Hida, he is asking, how do we break the 2300 barrier? This is going to sound... This is going to sound like the worst answer in the world. You've got to pick players who are good at football. Yeah, it seems captain obvious, doesn't it? Yeah, I, there's, there's, no, there's no exact science to it. Um, you've just got to be smart with your selections, I guess. Yeah, and I think it, sometimes you take a punt and you get it wrong. But yeah, I think if you go back to that idea of are they, are they a known good quality footballer, well, then you're going to get the best way out of it. Uh, captaincy options this week. Uh, captain of the options this week, uh, well, you've got um, Jack Steele on Friday night against the Giants. He might get tagged by Lockie Ash or Matt DeBoer, so people might look to give that 
um, a wide berth. Uh, Jack McRae against Adelaide is, 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 is always a chance. Jack McRae loves playing at Mars Stadium in um, Ballarat there. Uh, you've got Travis Boak against uh, the West Coast Eagles. Um, you've got Brayshaw, you've got Cripps, even George Hewitt is is proving himself to be a good option. Um, and then you've got Patrick Dangerfield against North Melbourne. Okay, plenty of, plenty of options this week for people to choose from when it comes to captaincy. And what are you? What moves have you made this week if you're willing to give away any of your secrets? I've tapped into my trade boosts this week so far as a as, as an option. Okay. And I have brought in Tim English and jumped on Marcus Winhager and uh, Malcolm Roses from the Suns. Righto. Any re- particular reasons why you've gone those? Well, Malcolm Roses he's playing a he's playing a small forward role that pinch hits in the midfield and he scored two scores of 73 across his first two games of the year so He's got a good break even and will make a bit of cash over the next few weeks. And um, and Marcus Winhager is in is in the same sort of situation. He hasn't he hasn't scored quite as well, but he looks fairly comfortable in that St Kilda side. Brilliant. Now, before we let you go, obviously a a proud Frio Dockers supporter, and uh, on Sunday night on SEN. Uh, Heater and I were hosting a show and Heater boldly declared he's booked a bus to get himself across from the West Coast to the East Coast for September. How confident are you feeling? Do you share the same sentiment as Heater? I, I think this. I think on Saturday night we will definitely see how how close the Dockers are to playing finals. Um, there was a stat shown on TV the other night that said but if at round five, if you were top five in this stat, you've played... You've played a prelim every single year so we might get to a prelim and get lucky but okay i need to see a, I, I need to see the dockers beat a uh, beat a contender and i think carlton are a contender this, this year yeah okay i think that's a it's a fair call and a, a, a great term i got coined across the weekend that gets used i sort of have said before there's nothing more dockers than losing games they're supposed to win and then uh, one of our listeners coined it um being very dockerish so Dockery yes. was, was a term that seems to be going around that I hadn't heard before, but I appreciate entirely. Yep. <laughs> well, Damo, thank you so much for joining us again here on The Overnight Crowd. We appreciate all of the help you give us week to week in, as we try to wrap our heads around getting better on Supercoach. Yeah, it's been no worries. It's been fun. All right. And for all our listeners out there, make sure you head across and check out Jack Reynolds to get the podcast and get even more information as you need it. And, of course, I'll podcast up this chat with Damo so you can listen to it again in case we went through things and you need to catch back up on that information. So time for your calls, your texts in just a moment. Stick around here on the Overnight Crowd. Let's chat soon. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.